Welcome to Modern Practice. I'm your host, Dr. Tom Villanueva, Senior Principal for Operations and Quality at Vizient and Practicing Internist. On this episode, we're going to feature a longtime listener who contacted us about an exciting process he developed with his clinical colleagues. It's a tool to improve communication among staff and patients on an oncology floor with great results. With me again is Dr. Dev Manuro, Internal Medicine Hospitalist and CDI and Quality Physician Advisor at Sanford Hospital in Vargo, North Dakota. Dev, glad to have you back. Thanks, Tom. Thank you for having me on this session today. So can you tell us a little bit of what challenges you've had during this process? Change is always a challenge. So that's the biggest thing that we factored and kind of had that in our mind. The second thing is setting realistic expectations. Yeah. Those were the two big things that we kind of factored before we even jumped down the project. These two aspects, like I said, we addressed them thoroughly before we went in. We told the whole teams that our goal is not 100%. Right. And this is a non-punitive approach. And this is for their personal development, professional development, good culture, good environment, which would help the patients. That's how we kind of went down this path. Utilization of the tool by the team members was challenging during initial phases. Sure. Because nursing teams had a lot of charting that they were already expected to perform. Right. And some of the team members would come in 15 to 30 minutes early before the shift. Gosh. And they would start filling out all this paperwork. So some of the staff members stopped using it because of the amount of work that they perceived it was laying on them. So our initial adoption percentage was like 50 or less than 50% for the first two months. Then we went back to them and clarified, listen, you don't have to keep writing all of this. Right. Just think about your patient in this format. Correct. And when you start talking about them, this is how you use the template. Don't focus on writing it. That changed and people are now using it much more smarter way. I'm hoping at some point EMRs will help build something like these Mm -hmm. for nursing team members rather than having them chart something that will not help them, will not help the teams. And those are some things that were identified as challenges. And the other thing we are still seeing is we don't cover the whole floor. Right. So as of date, when I just looked at the oncology hospitalist Jan to March, the net promoter score was 90. Amazing. Next to impossible. And the N was 16. Right. That's with an N of 16. So for those that don't know, the more surveys you get back, the higher the chances you'll get better scores because most people tend to fill out a survey when they're not happy versus when they are. This is fantastic. True. And actually our Vizient data shows that when you look nationally of what improvement has occurred in patients' satisfaction scores, the answer is zero. And you already eloquently just mentioned that many organizations might say, oh, we'll put a goal at 10%. That's impossible to achieve at very best. Other organizations like Press Ganey have mentioned two to three percent is the best you can try to achieve during that time. Best. We've mentioned a lot of insights and takeaways. Are there any that we didn't mention? Because again, I also did want to give a shout out to Megan and to Nicole for their leadership during this process. I see a lot of leadership. I see a lot of change in attitude. I see a change in culture. I see an improvement in capacity and length of stay. Nursing retention, I'm sure is big. I see issues around the country with even case manager retention. So I don't know if you've measured that, but I'm sure that there's definitely some positive results there. Yes, Tom. There are two people I think I would like some recognition on this podcast are Amy Hall, one of the clinical care leaders, mm-hmm. and Kim Zimel, who was the case manager on the unit. They both have been extremely critical in having the rollout and sustainment of this project go successful. Some of the take-home points that I probably did not allude to, mm-hmm. most important learning and takeaway is institutions should foster steps to identify strategies and tools that support nursing 
nursing staff to understand and approach patients through the problem-based method right. rather than task-driven approach. Absolutely. Institutions should also encourage physicians to support the growth and development of nursing team members and vice versa. Uh-huh. We're in this together because the more we start saying, I don't know you, you don't know me, Correct. patient will never get the benefit and the outcomes will never change. And this, I feel, the last thing, patient safety, quality of care, and satisfaction are only possible when processes and resources are aligned to support the care delivery systems rather than outcomes. If we invest in hiring four or five people to measure quality, CARTI, CLABSI, length of stay, we're not going to go anywhere. We'll just keep measuring. But I think if we invest a little more money in streamlining IDT rounds, taking away things that are not meaningful, supporting teams in a non way, we will get there. You keep on mentioning so many best practice. Just taking away the waste. Clinicians don't respond well to waste. And we get frustrated by that. And you've been doing an amazing work. I'm curious, are you taking this to scale? Are you taking it to other areas of the organization? Tom, we're looking into implementing unit-based model across Sanford Medical Center, Fargo. There are different steps that we'll have to accomplish to get this up and running. So we're working on it. We've also taken up the project of sharing this communication tool with all med surge units. And we have tasked them to develop a tool that's relevant to their unit by June. Wow. So they're in the process of developing a tool for themselves that is more meaningful for the care delivery rather than the discharge process. Right. I want to emphasize that a lot. Right. Because all the tools are kind of driven around, oh, why is the Foley there? But why is the patient there? Right. Nobody wants to ask that question, I feel. Right. So we're working on that. And what I really appreciate what you guys are doing is that when you work on the quality of care component, which is you're doing, everything else falls into place. Correct. In reference, if you remove the Foley, that's just part of the discussion of quality of care. In addition to the discharge and engaging everyone else and trying to get the appropriate discharge going on. Sincerest kudos on what you guys are doing because I do a lot of this work around the country and you guys have taken it. Very few organizations can actually do this on their own, quite frankly, and accelerate it like you guys have done. And even during a pandemic, which was even more impressive. So sincerest congratulations and a shout out to everybody mentioning. Any other insights that you want to close out with? One thing I want to for sure emphasize is institutions should look into creating a structured communication tool around nurses so that they understand the patients better. Because I know interdisciplinary team models are not easy to implement, but this is something we can look into. Dev, great episode. Thanks for joining us. And to our listeners, you can contact Dev at his email address listed in the resource section of our podcast page. You'll also find links to several resources. And if you have any other additional questions pertaining to modern practice or simply want to send us your comments, please contact me at our email, modernpracticepodcast at visiantinc.com. And please join us for other Modern Practice Podcasts. Subscribe today, like us, or send us your comments. I'm Dr. Tom Villanueva. Thanks so much for listening. 